Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This program is furnished by the program participants. Advisory services offered through the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company, LLC, an SEC investment advisory firm. The information on the J. Arnold Wealth Management Truth in Investing show is strictly educational and should not be used as investment advice or tax advice. Please consult your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the Jay Arnold Wealth Management Show. Well, and it is till 6.30 tonight, uh, and uh, then at 6.30 we go to the headlines, right? And then do uh, we go to the Guardians. Uh, all right, so John Arnold, welcome. Hey, Ron, how you doing today, sir? I am doing well, and so let's, uh, let's get right to the action here, since we got a kind of abbreviated broadcast here tonight. Uh, what, just uh, talk to us on on, on the markets uh, and thoughts about it since we last spoke. Down day today. The other day it was up. What's going? It was just some assessment. Uh, it's it's trending. It's trending lower. Believe it or not, it's high, it's going doing what's called lower lows, lower high, lower highs. Uh, it has not formed a foundation yet. Uh, unfortunately, I do think you're going to have a continue of a small rally here for the next maybe week or so, but. There's going to be a lot of people preparing for when the GDP report, uh, and then obviously uh, quarterlies are going to come out because the quarter is going to end again. So, um, be prepared for another for another jog down in the market after this next little mini rally. Um, but I believe, keyword believe, I think this will be the last one. I think I think the market is going to bottom uh, S and P 500 between 3,300 and 3,500, uh, and I think you're going to see a strong rally at the end of the year. Uh, the pull top out of the gutter. Um, I think next year is the one that we got to really figure, keep our eye on. I think, I think the news is doing, doing you a disservice, not you, but the, the listenership. I think we've been in a mini recession uh, for the past three months, four months, and then it's going to continue. But I think we're going to pull out of this mini recession with a mini recovery. And then I think the real recession is going to hit probably next year at this time, maybe a little bit before. But um, I think, I think when the, when the recession, believe it or not, is announced, the, you know, or or the the mini recession, whatever you want to call it, uh, I think that would be the start of another bear market, or excuse me, a bull market. Yeah, I can't get my tongue here, but the the start of another bull market. So I think we got one more one more jog down, and then I think then I think this misery is over. Okay, and as you said, think. Uh, I mean, you know, it could be right, could be wrong. Uh, so, so thirty. Let's see what S and P thirty five hundred. It's at thirty nine hundred right now. So uh, to, I know you don't want to uh, show everybody your cards. So what's your no, strategy? I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah what's yeah, your str- what's your strategy then? With with we've been that. overweighted. We we I did something very awesome. There's a little Donald Trump self uh, improvement uh, pat on the back, but I'm not trying to do that. But I, I am pretty proud of this um, this movement I did. I, I got into oil and gas in February, uh, and then I got out literally at the top. Uh, about 10 days ago of XLE and ECO and all the other energy and gas ETS I was holding. And we captured that gain and that's really subsidized a lot of our, what would be pretty bad loss. So we didn't do that. We didn't, we didn't suffer like everybody else. We suffered. We, I'm not saying we made a lot of money, but 
we didn't suffer as, as, as hard as everybody else did. And then what I did is I reallocated out of those. We went to consumer staples and we went to, to utilities and healthcare and some medical devices and, and the rest in cash. Because there's really no, there's no place to hide. Bonds are down 12%, maybe going, going further. Um, they're, they're just miserable right now. And, uh, that's it. That's the only place I feel, I feel, uh, that we can hide is in some high quality stuff that people need not want. That, that so far has worked for us. It also carries risk. Let me warn the listening audience that, hey, if I'm not your financial advisor, don't go making moves just because you heard me on the radio. Talk with your financial advisors. Or if you do it yourself, do your research because I could be wrong. I will be wrong again. Um, and that's that. So, but that's what we're, that's what we're placing in our assets right now is in consumer staples, utilities and healthcare and pharmaceuticals. Think, really things that if those things go out of business, we're all living in caves and, you know, we have guns and, and cows and goats and chickens. That's, that's our wealth. You just uh, help me with the consumer staples. What would that be? Just uh, uh... Parker and Gamble, you know, paper towels, shaving okay. cream, shampoo, food. Okay. Uh, anything that you can use in your household that's a need. So, so, so I'm just getting it in my own pea brain. So you, you, you reallocated your, you, you moved out of these stocks and into these stocks for your clients or some of your clients, I should say. I did. I, for most of our clients. I mean, we, we build uh, SMAs for our clients. So some of the growth, we put them in our growth model, reallocate to that or aggressive growth. Same thing. We attach people's investment objective and suitability to, um, you know, to a model that I built for them. Sometimes if the client's account's big enough, we will, um, we will, we'll make it them their own model to where they're, they're just individually managed by us. So anyways, that, that's what, that's, that's what I've been doing with all most of our accounts because honestly, there's nothing else you can do right now. There's no hiding in bonds or short-term bonds and cash makes nothing. So you're kind of stuck. Well, how are the, uh, you know how are the conversations with the clients? I mean, do you do you sense uh, clients are nervous or uncertain or uh, I mean, what's what's what read do you get from the customer, if you will? Very nervous, very anxious. The news doesn't help, but I will also say I expected a lot more more anxiety and a lot more pain. There's two things that happen. One, they've been seeing us move the the move money and not getting the hang in there. It's going to be okay in the Christmas card strategy. I, they're actually getting what they pay for with me. So that gives them a little of a comfort. Secondly, we, we're, I'm constantly communicating with them through a newsletter or email saying what I'm doing, why, when, and how. And, uh, and third, the, the, more importantly, the, I think the investors are a lot more educated now after the 2008 market crash. Uh, they, they see the, what can happen if you listen to your heart instead of your brain. You know, you had a lot of individuals, and not, not, not my clients, but just, Millions of people sold their equities in 2008 and 2009 for no reason, really good stuff. And had they just held a year and a half, they'd, they'd not only had made their money back, but they had quadrupled some of their money. So I think they learned their lesson on that. And I think that, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot more education on the Internet and at the library about being a disciplined investor. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I hate doing that to you. Um, I, I just think we have a higher quality and higher educated investor now as opposed to maybe 15 years ago. Combine that where they see what we're, we're, you know, we're pulling, pulling levers where we can to, to, to subsidize the pain. And that's really kept them at a comfort level that is really keeping them from climbing the trees or climbing walls or, you know, jumping off the bridge, whatever. And I'm, I'm saying that 
facetiously, not in realistic terms, obviously, but overall, I said there's some anxiety, and, and they should be. I, and here's the thing that I guess most financial people won't admit to you is I'm, I'm, I'm anxious every day. I'm, I'm really fearful I got almost $400 million of people's money that if the outcome does it, isn't right, my fault or not, it's on John Arnold. I, I take that to bed with me, and it hurts. It hurts when your clients are hurting. So, um, but they pay me not to hurt. They pay me not to show my hand. They pay me to stay strong, and I do. But to, to be honest with you, every financial guy in the world, and men and women, doesn't matter, it, uh, and client, all have a little bit of anxiety because the market is uncontrollable. The market can collapse tomorrow or it can go straight up like a bottle rocket. And the, and the, the, the truth is, is you absolutely do not know. Right, back up for me for just a second, and, and, and I want to talk to you a second, as we have in the past, because I want people to hear it. I mean, I mean, as as a guy that's got a lot of money under management, you said you got some anxiety because you know how hard-earned that money is from your clients and what it means to them. Talk a little bit more about that so people get an understanding of that. Or the pressure, well, I guess, is what I would I mean, say. I mean, it's it's no secret. I mean, it, it, we we in in bull markets, we have a nice, you know. Obviously, we have a game face. It's really it's easy to to game. You know, it's easy to go into Springfield Grill and you know with a big smile on your face when your clients are up forty percent for the year. I mean, it's easy. But you know, when you got CNN and Fox News and every other news source and, and the internet reporting, you know, X Y Z this or this failed that or in this case inflation that and this and they go to the gas station and they see six dollars a gallon, and they see their food budget times three. And you're and they're down. And you're and you're the financial advisor. Either you're down a little bit or a lot. In our case, down a little bit, which I'm proud of. It, it you got to keep your game face on, and that, that's not easy. It's not easy because if you care, and most here's the thing: people get most of our, my competitors. They they get this notion that financial advisors don't care. They don't care about them, themselves or their their financial. Outcome, and that's not the case. Me and I, me and my competitors, um, we care a lot. That's the truth. I, I know that my competitors who are really good people. That when they, when the clients are down, they're, they're they're not happy. They're not like, oh, screw it, let's go hit the let's go hit the links. They're they're hurting too. But what, what keeps, I guess, me separated, the men from the boys, is I I look for different avenues to reallocate to, and tactically position and strategize and I always always had a contingency plan and those contingency plans include allocating to investment markets that are that are potentially going to to win and we've done that because you really can't there's no such thing as timing the market that's a fallacy that's snake oil there's no such thing as uh protecting the market it's just uh, it's just an impossibility so the only thing you can do is react to things and have a strategy behind it and unless you have insider trading information 99 percent of us don't that's what you do so if you care about your clients, and like I said, most of us do, you don't go to bed at night with a smile on your face saying, I, oh, you know, it's all rainbows and unicorns. It's just the opposite. And, and, and as you know, I care a lot. And it's, and I have clients that have inherited millions of dollars and I have clients that they have a hundred thousand dollars in their name. And that's every life savings they have. And hey, I, I care about it just as much. So, you know, the truth is we're human beings and, and, Unless you're just like a Hitler type personality, you're you're going to hurt with your clients. You just are. But it's your job. All the, the main thing I'm getting across here is it's your job not to act to the emotion. That's the key. You cannot act to the emotion of it. Right, but I mean, just so I want people to understand, it's a double edged sword. Just as ner- as, as they get nervous and. 
maybe frustrated is a word when they see their see the market going down and wondering what's going on that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it's it's tough on the other end because uh, you're not saying, well, it's not my money. Who cares? You're saying it is their hard earned money and their retirement and to their future and 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 I got to figure out the best way to wealth preservation or put them in where they can gain some ground and stuff. I mean, uh, th- that's the point I'm trying to make. No, no, I, and your point is valid, and your point has been made, and I think I'm answering your point. If I'm not doing a good job of it, please let me know. No, you uh, are. Do a better job. And so the day, so here's this little comfort zone. The days of that old stockbroker type of them just, hey, oh, well, you know, you placed a bet and you lost. Those days are over. FINRA and the SEC and uh, NASA, which is the other regulatory organization, have done a really good job of kind of bottlenecking those goofballs out of their industry. You'll see that most of the financial professionals that are still in the industry are so definitely afraid of compliance and so definitely afraid of the regulatory agencies out there that we probably, if anything, do more compliance than we need to. And we, we care more than we need to because, one, you'll get your license ripped out from under you, and, two, uh, you'll lose your client faster because they're more educated. So the, the, the client out there has a lot of security, more than they know. The regulators do an outstanding job of regulating us, and the, and the compliance officers are better than they've ever been. So, the, the day, like I said, the days of just slinging stocks and right. terrible annuities and commissions and then, you know, the hell with the client, those days have come to a screeching halt about five, six years ago. What are your thoughts, so now outside of the stock market, if I set that aside and just look at the general economy, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts for our listeners at, as to where it is now and... Where you think it's heading? I mean, I want to set stocks aside. Do you, from what you read, do you see gasoline prices and diesel prices increasing? Do you see inflation getting worse? What are your thoughts as far as what's at? I know, I know, you said about twenty twenty three. I you, think that I think the gas and oil and natural gas have stabilized. They might trickle up a little bit from here, but I think the top is in on those. I think they're going to stabilize and. Um, and, and slowly creep back to normalcy. But just like I talked about inflation about six, seven months ago, inflation is, is death by a thousand cuts, and I was 100% right on that. So, is, you know, healing inflation is also healing by a thousand band-aids. You don't just press a button and then you're in inflation the next day, and you don't just press a button and you heal inflation the next day. It just doesn't work like that. Time is the key component on that. So with that said, I do, I do think that the stock market has better days ahead. I am still bullish. I do think we have another strong downturn for one more quarter. And I think you're going to finish the year off really, really strong. I'm not saying we're going to fully recover, but I'm going to, I think that your balance sheet, your income statement at your house, your home, your budget is going to look a lot of it. It's going to be, look a lot better than it, and it has been in, in, in the past seven or eight months. Oh, and, and, so, and, and you're saying in 2022, just so. 2022. Now, okay. I do think that. And I think the 2022, excuse me, going to 2023, is going to come in roaring. I think you're going to have an excellent 2023 uh, in the first quarter, maybe first quarter and a half. Right. Because the market, the market's always dark, is always brightest before it's darkest. And that's why I'm not throwing in the towel on the market for this year, because it, it traded down in the right in the middle of a, of a market swing. It traded down right dead center in the middle of of of. I don't know, traditional highs and lows, which normally doesn't happen. If you look at the 87, 2002, 2008 charts, 
the market was at all-time highs before it crashed. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's going to crash in April. I'm saying that the cause and effect situation, the market probably will be high, very, very high, before a recession hits, and then you're going to see some pain. And uh, But I also believe that that might be the start of a new bull market. So I, I if I had to bet my life on it, I would say it's the start of a new bull market, and uh, it'll put a bad taste in voters' mouths, which is obviously going to be one of the key uh, strategies for Republicans against Democrats. I think I, even Democrats have admitted that, you know, we're going to take both sides of the House and in November. It's going to be a runaway freight train. So you're going to have, you know, you know, going to have a, a, a locked House. Actually, no, you'll have a, a you'll have a, a fully Republican House, and then you'll have an obviously Democratic president regime. And uh, you know, they're going to fight it out over the next year and a half to, to hopefully win the, the conservative side. Who knows? But I do know this. I, I I think that the market has worse days ahead next year at this time. In 2023. Yeah. So I went through on the towel right now. And I will tell you, when people try to compare this year to like 2008, it's it's nonsense. In in this year, we've had many, many days where the NASDAQ's gone up three, four, or 500 points, S&P 500, 100 points. Dow Jones up a thousand points. You know, ridiculous amount gains in just one day, maybe even a three day run. That didn't happen in 2008. It's the exact opposite happened in 2008. Um, in 2008, every day was poor. Every day was misery. And if uh, an update was like plus two. So I can't, you know, the people selling commercials on Fox and CNN or on the internet, you know, saying this is going to be double the pain in 2008. That's absolutely horse manure. So don't buy into that. They're selling commercials. They're trying to get. Their goal is to get lucky. If they hit, now they get to say they're the guy to call the market crash in 2022 and sell a book and why to invest in their strategies. It's, it's all horse manure. Stay, stay true to your budget. Stay true to your investment strategy. Sell, sell high. Have strategies to buy in low. Or, if you, like some of my clients, they'll say, well, I, I want to go conservative now. Well, you don't do that now. You don't change horses. In midstream, that's, that's stupidity. And I'm the kind of guy to tell them that because I care about them. And try to shock them and say, listen, it's my job to protect you from yourself. And if you don't, I always tell people at the first interview, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you things that's going to offend you. I'm going to tell you things that you'd be surprised to hear. And it's because I care. And, and, and these are these times. If you're going to sell when the market's down and you cause yourself to maybe do a minus 8%, count me out. I'll do it because you're the boss, but count me out and resigning from your account. And they listen. But <clears throat> my, my goal in telling you that is, if your strategy is to go conservative, wait till you at least recover some, get some of your gain back, and then then go to a balance model, then go to maybe a, a moderate conservative model. You don't do it uh, reactions to the news or because your heart can't take it. That's just plain stupidity. What are your th- what are your thoughts as interest rates are, are going up? We're talking with John Arnold. Uh, Truth Investing Program, Monday, 6 o'clock, News Radio 570 WKVN. As, as you see, last time they upped uh, interest rates three-quarters of a percent. Are they talking about doing that some more? And what effect is that having on the housing market? And uh, I'm glad you brought that up. One, I want to tell you about a product that I have. I have a guaranteed product uh, for three years, uh, 3.9%. So if anybody wants that, there's no frills. There's nothing more to it than other. It's just. 3.9%, got to hold your money for three years. In addition to that, the interest rate increase has turned our selling market into a buyer's market. And the, the real estate market's completely changed. So I, as we, I've alluded to on the program, I have 
I'm friends with some of the biggest and strongest agents in the, in the, in the area, including my own that work for us. And I'm telling you, things have changed. Open, they're doing open houses again. There's been price reductions again. You're, you know, expensive homes are sitting on, on the market now, whereas both they were selling same-day list. The, the, <clears throat> the market has definitely changed. Now, that doesn't it shouldn't scare anybody because this is what bothers me about the, the, the conditioning of what's happened. People have been conditioned to think that this is normal. This is normal to sell a house like mine that, you know, we, we thought our house was worth 450 to 460 before we sold it. It sold for 500,000, 501,000, $1,000 over list. It wasn't worth that. And, and that's been, the, that's been kind of the name of the game for the past year and a half. And then people are going from Starbucks and Target to become real estate agents. And they think that you list a house and sell it. That's normal. That is not. That is not. So, but here, but but here's the rub. The guy who probably bought your house at the numbers he bought it at, if he would have sold it before this situation of late, he probably could have made money on it too. <laughs> he could have listed it for. Actually, we did that. We did a Zillow, a, a, just kind of like a like a hypothetical. He could have sold it for six twenty five. Right. So he could have. So in the short time yeah. of what when he you thought sold. he paid more than he should have, he could have probably sold it and got more. It was worth more in a very short period of time. Yeah. But isn't it interesting, folks? And I, I hope you guys are paying attention. Literally, John, my ears perked up in a blink of an eye. It the market flipped literally within a week, literally within a week. I mean, it's hard to describe unless you're in the inside of a real estate world like myself. You could you felt it the same like literally you you felt it like the Star Wars Force. You felt the, the entire paradigm shift that week. You felt it instantly. People were all of a sudden pulling offers off the table. Uh, home appraisals were, were getting a little bit leaner now. Um, you know, higher end listings were not selling within the same day. It, it was instantaneous. And if you look at like <clears throat> big agents like Lori Bula or or, or Dennis Ganadas and or even some of our competitors like Cindy Lotz and either Nolly Ritchie. Those agents were selling homes within same day, same week. You could you could see, I could see on you know just by looking at MLS homes are homes are stale again. So homes are not stale. Homes are selling what they normally sold within like thirty days, and at reasonable prices. That that pendulum is swinging to the middle. And guess what, Ron? That's what's supposed to happen. Well, I'm trying to tell our clients, you know, you're not supposed to make forty percent a year. You're not supposed to sell your house for over list within a day. You're not supposed to go to the car dealership and there's no cars available. Because the production is too slow for the for the demand, those are not normal things to go to TJ Maxx and see the half the, half the inventory. What's happened is we've got so conditioned to this gravy train, we started to think, "Wow, this is normal." It's not. Three percent interest rates are not normal. Banks being offered not, to offer nothing in terms of product are not normal. And so the pendulum had to swing to more balance, and that's where we're going to win the war. So I, I don't. As much as it hurts to see some of the pain on one side, on the revenue side, it's absolutely necessary to avoid a market bubble and a crash. And so I blame the politicians, both sides, that, that, that got us from the supply and demand funk. They caused it. And like I always say, you know, time to pay the piper. We're paying the piper now, and there's no getting around it. Do you, do you anticipate them raising interest rates uh, again, John? I do. I do. They have no choice but to do that. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be three-fourths, but they might raise them a tenth. They might raise them a quarter again. But Okay, I'm, 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 before I run out of time, that, that will definitely slow the economy or tank the economy, yes or no? I don't, no, I don't like to say tank. It would slow the economy down like it's already doing. All right. Well, folks, John Arnold's with us normally an hour on Mondays from 6 to 7. 
And uh, all, uh, these are the most interesting of times. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got to go to the Guardians pregame. John, where are you located, and what's your phone number to get a hold of you? Hey, located right there on Market Street, right by the dealerships, Old Ethan Allen, 330-965-9890. Again, 330-965-9890. John, thanks for your analysis and your, and your, and your thoughts. I, I appreciate your straightforward and honest approach that you share with us. and. I thank, thank you. you for it. All right. Thank you, John. Thank you, there you go. That's John Arnold, J. Arnold Wealth Management. He joins us on Mondays at 6. Ron Verb will be off tomorrow, and the Guardians are coming up next. We'll see you Wednesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.